Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Optimism Vision podcast with your host, Alex. Today is a short and sharp solo episode from myself regarding something that has really changed my life and changed my attitude towards the way I view progression. Before we get started, I just want to say a massive thank you to all the returning listeners and brand new people that are excited and keen to express their own visionary journey and have ended up here at the Optimism Vision podcast. We are creating an amazing community of like-minded people. would also like to say a massive thank you to all the amazing people I've collaborated with and had conversations with over the last 10 weeks. Season two has been a blast. Really looking forward to seeing what I can do with this podcast in the next few weeks. But for now, I'm going to leave you with a short and sharp episode. Thank you again. Remember to leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, and I will leave that there. I will also remind you at the end of the episode. I hope you enjoy, guys. Tried to mix this one up a bit and tried a few new things. I wonder if you'll spot them. But wherever you're listening, sit comfortably, focus in, and enjoy the optimism. And I'll never forget the smile that you brought to my face. And I'll never forget you're the first one that made me believe that I could live again. Whether it's for our career or for an educational purpose, we've all once in a while done that quick Google to remember exactly what a word means even though we've definitely used it thousands of times, and that definition will never ever change, nor will the meaning of the word change. Nowadays, we live in a society that absolutely loves labels. We can feel pressure to label our relationships. We are prone to the label that describes our business position, and you may remember at school, our teachers would unofficially label our ability. I have grown to hate the idea of defining aspects of our lives that are determined to be anything but static and stationary. As a child, I was a keen reader. I loved expressing myself through language on a page, probably as a substitute for speaking my views out loud. As I got older, I lost the commitment to reading as my independence in my teens gave me a wider avenue of activities to do instead. How many teenagers, especially in 2021, would list reading as a hobby, I wonder. My money, sadly, is on very few. In the last few years, I've been committed to making reading a solid part of my routine, which has also been a common goal of a few of the amazing guests that we've spoken to on this podcast over the last few weeks. Personally, I have become pretty invested in reading self-help books, books which aim to enlighten positive behaviours in our lives and also help us create new patterns informed by research, ancient teachings and field studies. They act as a more established and specific look at many of the topics I try to share with you on this podcast and on my Instagram page at The Optimism Vision. I tell you this because the idea of definitions in life came up fairly recently with me. My last job interview was also my first one not held in person and was instead held online through a Zoom call, something that was becoming more and more normal as a result of a pandemic. It was for the job I'm currently employed to do, and I distinctly remember them asking questions regarding my previous coaching and teaching experiences, which was to be expected. One of those on the board who was interviewing me had then followed up with the question, what defines your coaching style? Now, if we pause the story there, you may already be prepared to hear that I found this to almost be a trick question. 
At the very start, I highlighted that a definition is a common reference to a word's meaning, a meaning that will never change drastically. Granted, a word may have a slightly different meaning in different contexts, yet ultimately will always remain the same. Asking someone to define something as malleable and dynamic as the way someone is teaching gave me a perfect opportunity to construct my answer in a way that I only would have felt confident doing thanks to my reborn commitment to reading and improving my own learning. My answer to the question ended up being something like this. Alex, what defines your coaching style? I'd like to say that nothing defines my coaching style. My coaching style strives to be adaptable to match the needs of a student and ultimately to further extend their current ability and help them reach their fullest potential while they're in my care. I strive to always stay open-minded and I do this by embracing new techniques to keep my pupils engaged and enthusiastic. And then these are normally supported by practical theory and scientific evidence, um, which I've gained throughout my studies and my own learning. I'm also responsible for constantly learning and adapting and continually moving forward with my own ability as well. That way I can offer the best possible coaching environment for young, impressionable people. Now, I will admit, my answer is definitely not what they were expecting. And with a slight pause that followed, my eyes did dart to the corner of my computer screen to check that I hadn't lost internet connection. However, by definition, definition itself excludes the possibility for change. This was an idea I came across after reading various pieces of work by Gary V, Will Smith, Vex King, and in particular, Jay Shetty. I think this exact quote was plastered all over a related Tumblr page that was shared by someone I follow, and it really stuck with me. It is such a classic interview question format. It's so common to hear in marketing and advertising, and we're exposed to it all the time on social media. What defines your fashion style? What defines you as a person? What defines your love of music? The point I'm trying to make here is that definitions stay mostly the same, forever. Our short-term and long-term experiences in life are different in almost every single way. Even a personal trainer in the fitness and health industry will comment on your muscular definition by force of habit, yet the whole point of building muscle or even losing weight is to embark on a journey of change. Words, as I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, permanent meanings. Your fashion style doesn't have to cycle through the same four seasons. You don't have to define your personality to fit in with a group of new people. And not one thing can define your passion for wanting to do something you care about. And for the muscle example, your muscles are constantly changing shape and growing all the time. This idea of developing my view beyond a static definition was something that became more appealing when I started my journey of learning about self-help and self-improvement. Accepting the idea that change is a process that happens whether we want it to or not, but that we can also take an active role in taking responsibility to ensure that the change that occurs helps create steady improvement. As a graduate of sports science, I strive to keep up to date with the latest scientific trends in both sports psychology and sport education to continually provide a better service to those who look to me for guidance than the service I provided yesterday. You can embrace this vision of progression too. Seek to defy your definitions. For me, I satisfy that manifestation by making time to read and grow my knowledge of my profession and my education every single week. For you, this can be as simple as trying something new, wearing that colour out of season, embracing your flaws and celebrating your quirks, or 
not letting anyone or anything tell you what you can and can't be passionate about. Keep pushing your body and your mind as they are your biggest tools and no one can ever change that by absolute definition. Seek to defy the definitions of everything else. So there we have it. Don't ever seek to define yourself. I hope you enjoyed that short and sharp episode. I've said before how I'm always pretty conscious of recording a podcast episode by myself, but I think I'm slowly getting better at it and I can't wait to do some more in the future. Like I said, I'm striving to improve myself and podcasting alone is something that I'm really trying to do. If you believe someone else might benefit from listening to this conversation or really expressing this idea with them, sit down and have a conversation. Listen to this podcast together or just send it to them right now. You guys are the best way I have of really spreading my message of having an optimistic vision and just overall having visionary thinking every single day. Please leave a love review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. Good Pods is also somewhere where you can share the love or tweet about it, share it on your story. I don't mind. But let's create some of those meaningful connections and hopefully we can continue to do so for another 10 episodes of the Optimism Vision Podcast. Thanks again. And wherever you're listening, stay safe. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. And I'll never forget the smile that you brought to my face. And I'll never forget you're the first one that made me believe.